episode. Yeah, so episode two. Episode two. <laughs> yeah. We don't have a catchphrase yet. No. <laughs> so yeah, like just introducing the things again. We did this, uh, you know, like last week where we just wanted to talk about things we talk about. Uh, <laughs> probably focusing around things like design but also you know stuff in general that is interesting to us mm-hmm. uh some of uh, insights from the last time was yeah probably it went too long uh probably it was too much of you know personal s- story as well so, so not a lot of office relatability on that and maybe mm-hmm. so yeah so idea for today is to keep it uh, you know like shorter and also talk about things that have a broader a relatability so i think that that's what we're going to attempt to do today but yeah like also it's very organic so we we are not trying to structure things too much so so just you know so that we can express ourselves the way we you like you like we would otherwise do in a call or something yeah and uh, just surrounded of like with these insights we just i think decided to have a very specific topic so that solves the problem of having too much time and also uh, the relatability Uh, aspect of it so that we are a bit more objective and uh, yeah speaking of that we would limit the time this time to about 15 20 minutes yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, also focus on more of uh, the methods or the approaches that we have while working um, yeah. and we can we would probably just compare also how we studied it and how we apply it Yeah. so that it's a bit more uh, insightful for whoever is <laughs> hearing this yeah. gotcha yeah yeah so i think it's nice to you know start with that uh really we're setting up what we're talking about is uh what is the process of design right like mm-hmm. is, is there is there you know like method to it or is there you know is there uh, sort of a chaotic approach cause of the element of a creativity involved in it right so or is it somewhere in between so i think that's what we want to you know explore um so yeah like what is your your you know i would say it uh, with a take on it do you think you know something like design uh-huh. is like a you know, is a, is a, like a methodological thing or yeah yeah i mean I, i i whenever i just try to reflect upon this from a historical perspective as well i think the method at an abstract level is quite the same as we see in i don't know other sciences robotics and uh, also when it was drafted uh, i think it took a lot of inspiration from other uh, budding fields so for mm-hmm. example in 70s and 60s it was more to do with uh, the early industrialization uh, processes and then mm-hmm. also the rise of robotics around 90s and all mm-hmm. and then now digital products which are coming in um, so more taking cues from software like having the sprints you know design sprints comes from yeah the software methods <clears throat> uh, development methods so yeah. Um, yeah i always find this thing like confusing yeah yeah <laughs> so, that it's quite relatable but i think idio did a really good job uh, uh-huh. branding it in terms of design thinking methods like yeah. double diamond yeah uh, process yeah uh, which is like at least it created a common knowledge or common basis to when we say design thinking it means this yeah yeah is there a process that 
you yourself apply like is there a process you know, you know like you know, which is like a personal your process for you i wouldn't say personal uh, but it's more like uh, i learned it at indeed uh, mm-hmm. so uh, we always also have this uh, it's more of the fact that we don't do like research and then ideation and it's not very clear where it mm-hmm. stops where it ends there super mm. overlap processes okay so for us it's mostly like uh, can imagine them to be four things happening in parallel or three things happening in parallel mm-hmm. um so it's like the human aspect the business aspect um and the uh, and the technical aspect mm-hmm. so for example if we are already talking about a technical solution to a human need uh even if we do not work on a business idea at least there is one running business idea in our heads gotcha so it's not intended but yeah. it's just something in our head we have to keep so yeah. that, so that's what we ensure that at any given moment in time of this project or the process we have these three things like whoever asks us what's the human need hmm. then we can tell them uh even if we have not done research probably but we have at least an idea gotcha yeah no that makes yeah. a, that makes a, a, you know, like a lot of sense i think i think uh, in my case the approach is i think having a, you know, like a method is nice like it gives sort of a skeleton to the whole thing mm-hmm. to you know like your approach to you know with like designing anything mm-hmm. but i would always say that you should not really be strict about them as well like use them you know as like a framework hmm. for you to you know you know sort of you know, you have some sort of an order to you know the chaos that you're working with hmm yeah uh, i think that 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 sort of is you know the area in which uh, you know like the way i see it for example uh, you know in our studies for example how they really talk about you know stick to you know something like you know you know like a method how hmm. you should have like have like a validation for every uh you know outcome that you have how it becomes a objective yeah um yeah. so i think that's sort of like one extreme of it and i don't think i see something like design uh you know like in that way because then it sort of feels like a manufactured i would say almost a like process mm mm-hmm. um but i feel that it's also not a right approach to just have like a chaotic approach where you just start you know starting with the sketch pad and just trying to your force like your brain to come up with ideas and to come up with your know, like new things yeah so i think having a method and structure is a very good your know, tool to collect insights from as many different angles as you know as possible mm-hmm. and then in between those structure there needs to be an element for your magic you know your 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 like there needs to be sort of the flexibility or the space where you can you know to you know with a do something that is you know unique to you know you as a designer hmm hmm i think that's what is sort of like the ideal uh your process right so yeah fine. do you see or do you have a particular uh way of doing it like you decide that now is the time to have this i don't know serendipitous moment hmm. <laughs> or can you plan it or do you like or do you just condition your you know workflow your team so that such ideas if they come across they are somehow documented you know what yeah. i mean yeah yeah i know yeah i, I think that's a very uh, uh, interesting you know like thing to explore 
because i don't think i do um and i think it's very dependent on what is the topic itself that i'm working on mm-hmm. so if there is something that i feel like i already you know have enough insights about this you know like i know enough of this topic so that i can really straight away you know start entering into the ideation or you know be in that space where i can start you are coming up with ideas Mm-hmm. then i think i either you know i don't do it or you know or i would say or like shrink down the process aspect of it mm-hmm. okay okay uh, and i would put a lot more effort into the process and you know really just documenting and doing all of that if it's a topic where i don't understand a lot of where if i'm trying to design something a new from mm-hmm. scratch mm-hmm. then probably i'll spend a lot more effort i'll uh, uh, i would like in documenting Mm-hmm. but if it's a, if it's something that i've already have a lot of experience in then probably i won't i see okay how okay. is it for you for me uh, i can recall like couple of ways i see it happening with me like it's not planned but it happens one was uh, uh, the way the project is being managed so once mm-hmm. a project comes in like i work in a design studio so uh, usually the project uh, spans over a couple of weeks sometimes couple of months it just varies a lot um but uh, for example i had one project where um, i was given a very broken brief uh, so not completely telling me what all the background was etc uh, how the client is things like that but a very yeah i would say very uh, not even abstract it's just very loose um, yeah. brief yeah so this is the client this is the industry uh, this is what we need to achieve yeah. and i was given like a uh, few days to explore on my own yeah i was like you can go crazy with this okay. uh, no conditions on how much you know like uh, weight i need to save cost and things like that yeah so those were the first few days um and then after that uh, so that was my serendipitous moment so just going crazy with yeah. anything so one of the problems was uh, you need to reduce the sound of this particular mechanism and i was like how can we also make it more pleasant just getting some cues from musical instruments and mm. uh, stuff like that so these mm. kind of ideas came in from there mm. uh, but after that uh, i was given a very specific task that mm. this is what happened at the background uh these were the workshops we did with the clients before and stuff like that so there are more constraints coming in and then it got a bit more streamlined got it so all right that yeah. was one way like i see uh yeah so that's how the project was managed so yeah. i really like that at least the initial part i think yeah. it really impacted the whatever i did afterwards uh, yeah got it yeah yeah i think uh, uh your uh, so like it falls back to the question of intuition right like how sometimes you come up with ideas out of an intuition so you didn't really stick to like a process you know you mm. were probably in the shower and you were like hey you know i think there is this something that could work right yeah yeah, yeah. how do you allow for your you know something like that uh you know to happen in a process uh, are that's uh Okay that's a good way of framing it because you said allow uh I tried to condition myself to not uh, be limited on the way I record such ideas 
Hmm. Uh, so I started doing lots of voice memos. Just record any ideas which come in wherever I am. Hmm. Uh, so just have it. So right now I have like eighty different things which hmm. I try to categorize sometimes. I, yeah, I'm not that organized, but I try yeah. to do that. Um, also with sketchbooks, actually, I have like three sketchbooks. Uh, one in the office, of course. One on my desk. One near my bed. So yeah, whatever happens, uh, they're around me somewhere. Okay, with their pen attached. Yeah. <laughs> so I try to condition like that uh, lately. And if ever it's like a link or something, somebody sent. I don't know a post. Then it goes in my Evernote. So it's yeah. like I have these kind of mediums. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's just to reduce this accessibility thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. But also, do you uh, you know, with like face like a difficulty in you know trying to you know like you know to convince a client of a idea that you had very intuitively, where you feel like hey, you know, in your gut you oh. feel like this is the right way to go, but. You don't really have any objective or data to support it. Uh, highly depends on the client. Yeah, I mean mm. it's uh, there's some clients who uh, would be fine, uh, but for them ultimately it becomes like how much I need. Not always, but if we talk in terms of business terms, yeah. it's like how much it would cost to validate this, or does yeah. it make sense? Uh, so. While showing off these ideas, if we also show that, see, mm-hmm. if we, I don't know, spend two hundred euros to three D print this and just try to test it out. Yeah. So just having yeah. this test thing uh, is already a big validation. Gotcha. It need not come from like a foundational research. Uh-huh. Like this is the right thing. It could also come from testing, right? Yeah. And for me, I feel like that's a easier and quicker way to even go further and also test it. Yeah. Good or not. Yeah, no, oh. that makes that makes a lot of sense, and I think it also is something that is coming from experience, right? Because I remember attending some of the earlier uh, talks by people who run your know, like design studios, and there would be people who would be like, "Yeah, as soon as I heard the brief, I know exactly what the solution has to be," hmm. and I sketched mm-hmm. it and I offered it to the client, saying that this is it, like this is what <laughs> it should be, right? and i think that is something that is coming with a lot of experience like if somebody is a very experienced you know designer you know, if you are you know, like a philip stark or something then you can do it you can be like i know what you want this is it hmm. but mm-hmm. i think as a younger just designer you will have to convince people uh, with like a lot more of evidence you know like uh, and probably ask them to do stuff like mm. that but i think yeah. it's also like a confidence thing right? you know like you you you, you I would say with yourself as a designer, we'll need to have the confidence in your own intuition, saying that hey, I know my intuition is right because of all the experience that I have just behind me. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, so yeah. So I, I think that is something to you know, with, you know, to do like a cultivation on it. And as I said, it also becomes like a very your know, domain specific thing. So if you're actually able to build a, a lot of uh, expertise or experience in in a domain mm-hmm. then tomorrow if you do hear a brief that is in that domain it is going to be a lot more easier and probably a lot more intuitive actually for you to come up with ideas and uh, probably for others mm. to you know you know to like to have the faith in your intuition as well instead mm. of just putting the faith in a method right right yeah i i totally agree i maybe i can just also like pinpoint one more thing uh, 
which I learned from some of my seniors, uh, it indeed was. Uh, it's this method of thinking in terms of reduced forms. Uh, mm. It was also like something that you mentioned in the previous uh, previous call uh, that going from inputs to insights, uh, yeah. kind of a thinking. So it like at least I spend a lot of time doing that. I'm not still really good at translating them, but mm-hmm. I know some of the people, especially the experienced guys, they uh, do that very quickly, even while talking to the clients, like not just users. Uh, so, for example, they say that. We need to measure the speed to do this, uh, but they're already thinking ahead in a very mm. reduced form, like why speed? We need to check the temperature, you know, something like yeah. that. Um, then, just while doing that, they come up with lots of new ideas, just yeah. thinking in a very reduced form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that makes that makes a lot of sense as well. And like, also, I think that at some point, you know, like a lot of you know. Uh, I would say with a method, like especially people, you know, you know, like who try to use you know, your method as like a jargon and as a way for you know to make something or design a very exclusive like thing, right? Hmm. Because I see a lot of studios, even the studios in which I used to work, where they try to pitch like a method to a client that hey, you should come and work with us because we have like a method that works, and they have you know flow charts explaining their methods, yeah. and then you know like to put. I, you know, put different like names on it, and I think uh, those are just uh, stuff to attract the clients. But uh, like mm. in actual, you know, sense, yeah, like I don't think you know, the methods are as strictly you know, adhered to or you know, followed when mm. it actually comes to implementation. You know, a, uh, actually aspects of things. That's true. I think I guess it's more to do with uh, the way you want to present your process or what happened. Like mm-hmm. it's so chaotic. Do you remember that diagram with uh, like the design process yeah. with the yeah. super chaotic line diagram? Yeah, uh, that's exactly. I feel it always happens. Like yeah. there is one call from the client and then it goes yeah. someplace else than intended. Uh, but while presenting, I don't know at the end of the project or even at the start of the project, it just brings some peace yeah. <laughs> for the client and for the team that we would follow this, or uh, at <laughs> least the major. Parts are covered, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like a nice way to you know, you know have a very you know, I would say like simplistic understanding for the client, right? If you mm-hmm. you know, like would show like a double diamond to him and then he or she is able to understand, okay, this is what the process is. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just uh, I would say like a facade to you know, like show to the world that hey, we're gonna just do that you know with a double diamond and that's it. But yeah. I think inside you have so many of the diamonds, you know, that you know, you know like is going through. That's but I think that's not what you know to you know, actually want to show to the clients. Yeah, I mean, actually, that's I think also helpful a little bit at a, internally as well. Uh, so mm-hmm. when you're having these design reviews internally, mm-hmm. it just helps to know like if there's a team of three or four people, uh, you know that you are in a converging phase, so yeah. you don't have to spend too much time or efforts. Finding new ideas. Mm. If you are in a diverging phase, you know. So if the manager or I don't know the project lead makes it quite clear that mm. this to this time period we are in a converging phase. So mm. at least that uh, attitude mm. set. Uh, then of course you would have some things in the middle, etc. But the decision making or the reviews would be dictated by that attitude that this is a converging phase. 
Uh, mm. So we can rule out ideas. So this is a diverging phase. No ruling out of ideas. Just bring more and more. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> no, that makes a lot of sense as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think okay. it's sort of like combination of the two that always when you know, it works. I think that that's the way uh, it needs to be. Okay, right. that makes the uh, that makes a lot of sense actually. Because mm. I was recently, uh, so I've just started to like. to read a book uh, about how they designed the iPhone right and it's uh, by hmm. Ken Kosinda i think that's how you pronounce his name okay uh, and he is talking about how they were building the iPhone like in the very early stage how the design process was of it was like and they were like it was a you know like a chaotic step like there wasn't you know any structure or anything it was just a bunch of people like okay who are like super you know like motivated and like passionate you know like To, you know, like you know, like to create this, and it talks about how when you put like such super highly intelligent and your and 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 devoted people in a room, mm-hmm. putting a method or a process actually it becomes a becomes 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 a bit like counterintuitive actually, because mm-hmm. you are actually stopping them you know from actually to, to to doing the stuff they want to if you actually put you know put put like methods and and like processes in this place. Hmm. So at Apple, uh, you know what they did is they took out all the processes, and they just put like demo days uh, as like a set dates. So okay. they were like, okay, on this day we'll have a demo day, and then you come and you make a presentation of what have you come up with. Uh, you know, so they had different departments, uh-huh. and uh, you know there is a department for like software, department for hardware, for design. So they have all of these people, and mm-hmm. then they will put like you know they'll have like a demo days where all of these teams will come up and. they'll make a presentation of you know, like what did they work on okay so it was yeah. sort of uh, and yeah basically that book book you know it is advocating the fact that you need to have you need to actually allow the smart and the bright people to have a chaotic you know, like process mm-hmm. for them to actually have these outputs you know to be come in and uh, uh, i think there is still some sort of of like a method in place but you should always be aware of the fact that a method is not getting You know, it's not becoming you know like a roadblock or becoming a bit of a prohibitive in right. any sense. Uh, you know, for the creativity to exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said before, it's like a facade or it's something for all of us. Like even the design team and the client, mm-hmm. uh, and that's how it should be kept. Yeah. Like it should be like a helpful agent in the process, not like you are saying it should uh, overcome your creativity. That yeah. Means. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I also I would say also a good point to stop because if you want to stick yeah. to our promise, <laughs> I yes. think it's uh, around more than uh, somewhere around twenty minutes. Absolutely. So yeah, do you have any closing remarks? Um. Yeah, I think closing remarks for me. Yeah. So I think the way I see it is that yeah, you know, it is good to learn the methods because uh, then it helps you to know when and how you can. you know sort of with a break them cuz uh, i think having our method will help you if you are you're like lost and if you have i don't know there is like a, you know if there is like a designers i would say block or something equivalent of that mm-hmm. then having a method is going to help you you know to keep going because i think in design world you cannot just stop being being like being like being like a creative person cuz you still have a deadline yeah so i think having a, having a method in place will be helpful for that but yeah like don't allow a method to be like a roadblock uh, in your 
in sort of you know the output that you're seeking so i think that's where i stand on it yeah yeah likewise i mean uh, ditto <laughs> what to what i would say <laughs> awesome that's great so right uh, this was a nice you know like i think like a crisp uh, talk yeah. and i think this is a lot more repeatable and uh, you know with shareable so yeah everybody uh, who came in and who joined thanks a lot and yeah we will probably be posting this in other places so we can also watch it yes and we will be back next week again yeah so, same time hopefully so if you have with a topics that you would you know, actually want us to talk about let us know in uh, in the comments and then <laughs> uh, we will have a chat about that as well yes awesome so, all so, right man have a nice bye. evening yeah bye too. bye